Hello my beautiful survivor friends, how are you? This is Karina and I'm the host and creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. My show is all about me sharing my survival for the past 23 years. For those of you who wonder, I had a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma in the locked-in syndrome. So in my podcast, I share all of my tricks, my up and down, and all of my how-tos. My episodes are very valuable, so I recommend you go ahead and you download all of my episodes because there's something for everybody and for every different phases of your rehabilitation. My goal here is very simple, to empower, inspire, and give hope. I'll tell you this, guys. I wish there was someone like me. 23 years ago. Someone to help me navigate this world of survival because it's not easy. The physical rehabilitation, the mental rehab, as well as the emotional rehabilitation. I want you to know that I'm here for you and I see you. If you don't already, if you're not already following me, I suggest that you go right ahead so you don't miss any of my episodes. As I've told you, we are very close to wrapping up season number one. So if I'm correct, we have three, two more episodes after today. So I'm very excited. My Facebook handle is Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page. You can reach me on Instagram at Karina underscore coach and podcaster, as well as on YouTube at Karina Lemire. I like to keep my episodes pretty interactive, so you can reach me on any of my platforms. Tell me where you're coming from, how are you doing, but also if there's a particular topic you would like me to address, I would be more than happy to dedicate an episode to you. As you guessed it, I sound a little bit funny and I'm sorry, I'm fighting a throat infection and a little cold, nothing that I can't handle. And the reason why I'm here today is to show you that us stroke survivors, we never give up. This is my livelihood. This is what I do full time. There is no way I was going to give up on my show, that I was going to give up on you, and that I was going to give up on me. So I'm showing here. All that being said, what do you think if we get the show on the road? Have you ever noticed how far you've come, how many hurdles you've jumped over, how many hoops you've jumped in and out of? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable when you look back at everything you've accomplished, how your character has been stronger and stronger and you've been building it stronger and stronger and You're being true to yourself and you're fighting with yourself sometimes with the old person that you were and the new person and you're, you're conquering it all, man. You are doing it. And what's important is that we never look back. We never look back. You know, momentum means that it's going forward. 
If you're in the car and you're constantly looking at the rearview mirror, how do you know the road you're going? How do you know you're going the right direction? It's impossible. Yet, sometimes it's very hard not to look behind, not to get stuck in that. But that's where you have to not get stuck. It's okay. You need to see what happened behind in order to see what's waiting for you in the front. But those are choices that you get to make. These are choices we get to make every day. You see, we get to survive. We don't have to survive. Honey, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. But if you're here, you might as well make the best of it. Do you agree with me? It's funny because the furthest I look back, I think exactly that, the different things that I've had to uh, surmount over the years. And there's one particular anecdote that's always sticking out. And don't laugh at me. Now, do you guys know Thomas the train, the little train that could? <laughs> And you know when he's doing the choo-choo thing and he's saying, yes, I can, yes, I can, yes, I can. Every time I was faced with something that I had to um, conquer, whether it being physical or psychological, I always had that little anecdote in my head of yes, I can, yes, I can, and guess what? Yes, I will, and yes, I did. For me, it always worked, and I made sure it did. Things don't happen by magic. Things don't happen by themselves. You gotta make them happen. And I think that that particular character trait of mine is something that has been building in me since my young age with my childhood traumas. And it has helped me build that character and that resilience that I have. And I've been thinking a lot this week. Well, you know, I'm always thinking. <laughs> I'm always thinking a lot. Even though I think that one time is more than another, that's not true. They're always... My hamster is always going. Anyways, I was thinking that, let me rephrase that. I was thinking about the words that I use, the words that we use in, in our daily life, how it actually influences our behaviors and our behaviors influences the results that we get. I'll tell you a little story, a little story of Mr. Y and Mr. How. Mr. Y was always saying, why did I have a stroke? Why, what, why did it have to be me? Why can't anybody understand me? Why, 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 why? And on the other hand, Mr. How was saying, how can I better myself? How can I better my communication with my spouse or people around me? How can I walk better? How can I manage my anxiety a little better? The difference between these two men is that Mr. Y is constantly living in the past. 
he's stuck there. And as long as he's stuck, he's not going to be moving from there. Mr. Y is, is doing the right thing. He has to think of why, but sometimes it's good to think of how. On the other hand, Mr. How is thinking in the future. He's seeing the possibility of what can be. Mr. How is an action taker. He likes to see results. He likes to take the bull by the horns. These men are both going to survive, both Mr. Y and Mr. How. They're just going to survive and they're going to rehabilitate at different rates, at different speeds. Mr. Y is going to be nice and slow. It's not about being slow and steady because why, when you're a stroke survivor, is not always the best. It's not the worst. You need to know the why in order to know the how. You understand that, right? But when you think why, you are constantly trying to solve a puzzle that doesn't need to be solved because you are alive. That is the puzzle. Will it really make a difference if you know the why? No. But the wow is being proactive. He's being in the now. He's going for it. He wants to get better. He wants to get his shit done. He wants to get it over with. He wants result. So these are two things that we say on our daily life that we need to pay attention to. You need to pay attention to those things. I actually started removing them slowly but surely from my vocabulary. Here's another example. Must and should. I must take out my summer clothes. I must put away my summer clothes. I must lose weight. I must control my cholesterol. And I should I should take out my summer clothes. I should watch my weight. I should watch my cholesterol. The difference here is very evident. The word must, I must, implies that you are going to be taking action in the next few minutes or in the next few hours. But it's happening right now. You see, just like Mr. How, he's in the now. The same thing with must. You are in the now. There's no ands, ifs, and but. You are freaking doing it. I should is just another way to procrastinate. It's just another way to not necessarily take responsibilities for your actions right this minute. So I should is procrastinating. You see, you might say, I'm not a procrastinator. Karina is wrong. What is she talking about? You see, we all have preconceived ideas of what a procrastinator should look like. But that's not it. So whatever idea you had, take it out of your mind because that's not it. Should is being open to the possibility that you may not do it. I should, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. 
I'll see how it goes. Do you, do you understand the, the, the difference between the two? I think it's very obvious. And I think that just by doing a little switch of these words in your daily life is going to impact also the results of your actions, how closer you're going to be getting to your goal. So please just consider changing the word should to the word must, as well as the word why to the word how. And you remember at the very, very beginning when I mentioned that I want you to notice how far you've come. I have a little technique for you. And it's very easy. It's when you're practicing self-reflection. I know that when you think self-reflection, sometimes we think of thinking. <laughs> we think of thinking. But sometimes, especially as stroke survivors, it's not easy. Sometimes our head is so cluttered, we can't think straight. So I, I, I understand that firsthand. You know I'm a big advocate about journaling, and I'm a pain in the ass about it, and I apologize. You know when I talk about journaling, I'm not saying to write in your journal like when we were when we were kids. Dear diary, today I ate this, and today this guy kissed my cheek, and he played Marco Polo and all that. No, 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 no. That's not what I want in your journal. The journal is yours. There's no right or wrong way to write. But what I do want you to write is all of your victories. How was your day today? I want you to keep track. How was your day today? What, what, what step did you do that is closer to your goals? And I'm not talking business goals or anything. I'm talking about you, physical, emotional, and mental goals. These are the three phases of rehabilitation. This is what you need to focus on as a stroke survivor. Now, the reason why I'm suggesting that you keep track and you write it down is that those days that you're going to be down on yourself, you're not going to be in the mood, you're going to be low vibing. You're going to open that book and you're going to see that, that uh, November 23rd, was actually a good day. That's when you took your first step. And I want you to feel that feeling, that good feeling that you felt. You see, there's many different ways of journaling. Some people journal to vent. And if that's what you want to do, I God knows that I've done my share of it. So I'm okay with that, guys. Go for it. I know it works. Let it out. Remember, get all that verbal diarrhea out. But I want you to Keep track of all the beautiful silver linings you did. Did you hold a fork today? Did you lift your thumb? Did it have a little bit of movement today? Were you able to remember to do a complicated math, um, math something at work and you were able to do it in your mind, in your head? I want you to keep track so you can... See those beautiful silver linings and remember them on times that you need to hear it. Some of you are going to say, oh, I don't really have time. Nah, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't know. 
I don't know how others are gonna say, but I know how far I've come. I don't need to write. What are you fucking talking about, Karina? I know I've heard it all, guys. It's okay. But you have to trust me. And I'm guessing that if you're listening to my podcast, you trust me. Give me the benefit of the doubt. You just finished telling your friend or telling your husband that you're bored or telling your wife um, that you, yeah, you're bored, man. So what is it to take five, 10 minutes to write in a book? Uh, is it going to be the end of your days right now if you do that? No. Remember what I said before. You get to survive. You don't have to. You get to. It's a gift. How you survive is going to be up to you. What I'm doing, what my job is, is to motivate you to see that there is a beautiful silver lining full of life, fucking life full of, oh, you're driving me crazy here. Don't give up. Okay? I'm just giving you tools to make life a little bit easy. But sometimes it, it, it upsets me. I have to say I have to say it. It upsets me that some of you are giving up. Nah, nah, nah. Is that how you want to live your life? Nah, nah, nah. That's okay. That's your prerogative. But my job is to not let you or, or give you the option to do something else. If you want to shut me up and you want to listen to another podcast, be my guest. But just know that I am there for you. I'm your biggest advocate if you want. Why do you think at the beginning I said, reach out to me? Tell me what you want me to talk about. Tell me what's important to you. I want to be there for you. Oof. Okay, good. I took a couple of minutes off just to <laughs> come back down. I'm very passionate about this, guys, because I know I've... It, 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 the emotions go up and down, up and down, up and down all the time like a yo-yo. And I want you to know that it's okay if it goes up and down, up and down. I just don't want it to go down all the time. So one uh, last thing. I remember going to my social worker and telling her how I felt like I never did enough. That even though I was going through all of my different PTOT, speech therapy and everything, and I was a mom, and I was doing my groceries and my cleaning, and I mean, I was relative, nothing was done perfectly, but everything was done, right? I remember telling her I feel like I should be doing more. And um, wanting to respect my wishes... She showed me that by writing, it also allowed, it allowed me to have a sense of accomplishment. By writing, uh, I like to call it a to-do list. To, to write down on a piece, my, my house, if you see my desk and my kitchen counter, they're neat piles, but there's a whole bunch of papers. I have a cork board in the kitchen. I have a cork board in the living room. I have one in my bedroom. I think the only room that doesn't have is the bathroom. <laughs> okay? And it's a to-do list. And every time I scratch something off the list that I've done, I feel like I've accomplished, that I, I was productive. Some of you are already following me on Facebook 
And uh, sometimes I put a post up saying this morning was a productive morning. And I write down, I did this, that, this, that, this, that. If I write it, it's because I freaking did it. Sometimes I can be so productive before 10 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes I'm productive in the afternoon. But the importance is that I feel accomplished. I've done something. So that's what I have to say about this. I know today's episode was very uh, interesting and agitated. And uh, I, I, I just love it. I'm just being me with you. Sometimes I'm more calm than others, but I'm very passionate. And right now I'm extremely passionate about what I'm doing. So you've been listening Stroke Surviving the Odds. I'm reminding you that you can reach me on Facebook at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page. On Instagram at Karina underscore coach and podcaster as well as on YouTube at Karina Lemire. So I thank you very much. Remember that uh, we have two more episodes uh, before we are wrapping up season one. Season two is going to be very uh, different. It's going to be a new concept. I'm going to have guests for the first time. I'm going to have quite a few guests that I'm lining up. So uh, I want to thank you very much for sticking by me. If you're not already following me, go right ahead. Follow and subscribe. That would be amazing. And you know, by subscribing, by By subscribing, we're actually doing something. We're paying it forward and it doesn't cost us anything. So just click that subscribe button. Have a wonderful day. Know that I love you very much. And please reach out if there's anything. I'm one click away. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Bye.